This is Cape Talk. Right, let's hope the phone line holds up to India, which is where we find our next guest, Professor Adrian Tordif. Let me remind you of the context here. It was right about August last year, we told you about a project that the University of Pretoria was involved in, relocating wild cheetah from South Africa to India. Uh, it's been more than 50 years since cheetahs became extinct in India, uh, and South African vets were involved in this extensive reintroduction process. The idea being that this is a species that needs our ongoing care and saving if it is to be prevented from becoming extinct and that the idea of spreading the gene pool and finding the available um, uh, land for cheetah to occupy doesn't necessarily have to happen right here in South Africa. Well, I can tell you that the first 12 of those cheetah left South Africa late last week and have in fact arrived in India. And the man who oversaw that translocation and who is still with them in India is on the line to us now, Professor Adrian Tor who is part of the University of Pretoria's Faculty of Veterinary Science. It's great to have you back with us. Welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. First question is, how are they doing, Adrian? I'm sure everybody wants to know how the flight went. Yes, it actually went very well. Uh, we were we were nervous the whole way across. Um, mm-hmm. Cheetahs are notoriously difficult to transport with their stress levels, but our uh, the drug combinations that we used to keep them uh, calm really worked very, very well. It was a very noisy flight with a with a military aircraft that is not you know it's it's yeah. it's very nice to load the crates in it but it's it's quite a noisy aircraft inside uh, and then military helicopters from uh, Gwalior Air Force Base in in uh, India to about a 45 minute flight from there to to Kuno National Park and then we offloaded them but all of the cheetahs came out of their crates very nicely looking very strong. And uh, they've apparently all eaten uh, their first meal in on Indian soil today, okay. and are looking very, very happy and healthy. So we're very relieved um, and and very pleased to see that they're settling into their quarantine facility that they uh, in Kuno National Park, mm-hmm. um, and they need to stay in the quarantine for a month uh, for the um, legislative aspect of the veterinary care. And then they can 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 be released into the the larger area uh, where it's a five square kilometer camp yep. where they will start hunting for themselves. And then from there, uh, we gradually release them into the Greater Kruno National Park. Now, Edwin, um, I'm sure you're aware of some critics who've been concerned about this project, saying, "What is a South African cheetah mm. going to do in India when it meets an Indian predator for the first time? One it doesn't recognise and doesn't know instinctively is its enemy." Uh, people worrying about whether they will survive this process. How would you respond? Yeah, look, there are certain risks. Um, we have got a fi- high leopard dens- density in Kuno, uh, mm-hmm. but it's almost identical lep- leopard to the ones that many of these cheetahs have experience of in South Africa. We selected cheetahs from South African reserves that already had other predators, including lions uh, and, and leopards and spotted hyenas. Um, so they are quite what we would call predator-savvy mm-hmm. um, cheetahs. And so we anticipate that, uh, you know, the high leopard density uh, may have some consequences for um, some of the cubs, uh, but it's unlikely that adults would get killed by, by leopards. But if you look at a, a place like um, a, a Pinda, where, where many of the, che- the cheetahs come from, they have extremely high lion, leopard and hyena densities. And yeah. it has one, been one of the most successful reserves in South Africa in terms of uh, cheetah conservation. So there are some challenges, um, but we're going to be monitoring them very, very carefully. And part of the 
what I'm doing today is I'm at a consultative workshop on, the, on cheetah management yeah. with uh, the Indians. We've got a whole bunch of South African specialists and Namibian specialists here to discuss monitoring of these animals. They all have satellite collars on, but um, just how are we going to manage these, these animals post-release uh, is being discussed as I speak in, inside. And, um, yeah, and, and, and so I'm pretty confident that the Indians have everything in place. They have the expertise, the willpower, and, um, and certainly the, the technology to be able to uh, monitor these animals very, very closely after they're released. We're talking to Professor Adrian Tordiff, who is in India with the 12 South African cheetah who were translocated over the weekend to begin their new lives in the Kuno National Park. They're not going to be alone for long, Adrian. I believe there is also um, a community of cheetahs coming from Namibia or already, I think, uh, there who are part of the same sort of process. Um, if we look to them, th- th- those animals have survived. They've already started hunting on their own in the park. Um, are, are they behaving as normally as one can expect, given the, the entirely strange surroundings? Yes, absolutely. They're all hunting on their own. They are in, already in the larger uh, five square kilometer enclosure. Um, we've had some issues with one individual that um, had some, has got some kidney issues, mm-hmm. but that's going to be inevitable. We, you know, we, we're not looking at a 100% survival or, you know, rate for this project. We're delighted that we have all 20 over here in India and they all survived the translocation. We've got the one problem with the one cat that is currently under veterinary care and we'll have to see how. We have to see how we've just seemed to. Sorry, Edwin, we just lost your um, your line for a second there. I'm going to put you back to Maxine and just ask if we can get you to move around and find the sweet spot again, so that we can wrap up the uh, the conversation. While we do that, let me just remind you who you're listening to. Professor Adrian Tordiff is uh, a veterinary scientist, part of the team at the University of Pretoria's Faculty of Veterinary Science, who accompanied the 12 South African cheetah who were flown to India on Friday last week and are now settling into their quarantine facility at Kuno. National Park, where they will gradually be introduced back into the wild to start living their best cheetah lives, one hopes. Uh, eight Namibian cheetahs already there. I think we've got um, uh, Adrian back again. Sorry, Adrian, um, we just got cut off a little bit there. So, fairly fairly good report back, apart from that one animal from the Namibian batch struggling a little bit with a health issue. What about the question of the lack of fencing of the Kuno National Park? Is that something that worries you? It is a concern because when we release them out the, the, the smaller camp, they could re- literally go anywhere in India. Yeah. Um, we, uh, they, they are what we call geofenced, so we, we, um, with the satellite colors, so we know exactly when they leave Kuno National Park. And we've got a team of veterinarians and so on who, who if they do leave and, and uh, get, get themselves isolated, we are planning to bring them back. A lot of effort has gone into making sure that they, uh, habituated to certain vehicles so that we can get within close range for them so they can be darted if they, if they need to be moved back. And we have some experience of doing this in Mozambique and uh, where it's been proved successful after moving them back. Many of them then end up staying in the area. So we've got to do quite a bit of intensive management of the animals. Yeah. But, you know, during this period and monitoring. But, um, you know, that's just some of the risks that we're going to have to take. Fortunately, as I said, they've got satellite policy on, they've got a team of people that are monitoring them, um, getting sight of them every single day. To, to make sure that they're hunting okay and that they, they're in good condition and if there are any problems, uh, they can respond. What's their diet going to be like? Um, what are they actually hunting? Edwin, is there going to be a big change of uh, what's on the menu in India? At the moment, the, the most abundant prey in Kuna National Park is uh, spotted deer, locally known as the chital. Um, it's a, also, also known as an 
Yeah, it's a it's a medium sized deer, uh, roughly the size of the impala. It's quite a lot slower than the impala, and I think mm-hmm. our cheetahs are not struggling to to catch them at the moment. Um, they're very very successful in catching them, um, and there certainly are, are you know good numbers in Kuna National Park for them to to feed on. So uh, even the females are not struggling. The males have gone for larger prey, um, sub adult uh, nilgai, uh, as well as samba deer, uh, sub adults, and um, so they they really have. Uh, a good selection and, and they don't seem to be struggling at all to catch them. Okay. One last question before we let you go. Adrian, somebody asking why not an exchange of animals with India? Well, there are no cheetah to bring mm. back from India, are they? That's the whole point of this exercise, isn't it? That's correct. And, and <laughs> there, there, there are no... Uh, plans to, to bring any specific other, other animals. We don't have any the other Indian animals that, that we want in South Africa and we certainly don't need any more tigers mm. uh, in South Africa. <laughs> more than but, enough um, of those on the streets, thank you. <laughs> yeah, That's correct, yes. Um, no, but we do, we do plan to, at some stage, we, this Indian population is very important to remember that they're going to be forming part of our South African meta-population. Meta they were managed as a single large population through a collaboration. And so we can foresee in, in the future that we're going to have uh, some cheetahs eventually being moved back to South Africa from India. Uh, and, you know, they said that the exchange of genes um, and that the, the gene uh, health of the, or the genetic health of the population is well maintained. So that's the only, only uh, animals that might end up coming back uh, well into the future, we expect, um, to South Africa. Professor Adrian Tordiff, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Glad the line held up in the end. Speaking to us from India, where he is overseeing the transition of those 12 South African cheetah into the Kuno National Park. They will join eight Namibian cheetah already settled there since September of last year. It is a park spanning 75,000 hectares, and uh, we'll continue to keep a close eye on the progress of that cheetah project.